Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lark. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and available wherever fine podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new going in or on notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers there. Uh, be sure to check those out as well. Uh, starting from $1, you'd be stunned, stunned, Larson, at uh, how much $1 really does help going in raw. But, you know, at the $20 mark, you get a comic book. Where's the picture of it? I haven't pushed this in a while. Look yeah. at that. You get a comic book. You get three stickers. You get, oh, man, the huge return of Mecha Santa and Top Notch is coming very soon uh, in W. Steve W. and Fun Wrestling. And then you get a postcard, too. That's a $20. But, yeah, check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen We're going to be adding some stuff to that Patreon. Correct. Very soon. Anyways. It's Friday, Larson. Oh, it's almost it's the weekend. It's so early in the morning. We're putting this up. We're recording this at 4 in the morning Pacific no, time. No, we're not. This is Thursday. So we Today's can get Thursday. it up at 5 a.m. Don't try to fool the good people watching the show here, man. Why else would I be drinking coffee right now? Because we're old and it's 1.30 in the afternoon. And we're, this is our. This is where we, we need to pick me up. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, it is Thursday. The, the newsletter hasn't dropped yet. Joke's on us, Dave Meltzer. Plenty of news we, out we there. Can't, we can't. We can't. Uh, we can't regurgitate everything from the newsletter. I mean, there's still plenty of Melser in here because he does have like daily episodes of Wrestling Observer Radio. Yeah, well, he's got he's an he's got an inside source there at All Elite Wrestling. Well, it is literally everybody in All, it's Elite, all Wrestling. Elite Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. virtually. Exactly. We got to get in on that, man. You know, there, it's not like the stringent WWE where we get our yearly opportunity, and we're very grateful for that. Absolutely. By yes. the way. Uh, via 2K Games uh, to interview some of the wrestlers 
But I maybe maybe we can get on the press list. That'd be cool for all elite wrestling. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. I think that would be neat. I think that would be neat. It'd be very neat. We got all in two coming up. Oh, very exciting. Very very exciting. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. We're gonna we're be gonna there. be there. It's gonna be a blast. Absolutely. A blast, I tell you. Should be a lot of fun. Tons of fun. So we have a lot of all elite wrestling news. It's big news today. Might not be tomorrow, but it is today. Oh, I think it's gonna be news for a while. Probably. I think you're probably right about that. It's gonna be news for a long, long while. For one reason, if if any other. Contracts, Steve. Mm. Exciting topic yeah. of conversation. Contracts. Oh, legal man. language. Oh, negotiations. Negotiations. Yeah. Terms, terms. Buyout agreements. <laughs> I can go on and on, but you know it's too much excitement <laughs> for one episode. So, uh, we all know that all elite wrestling has a lot of money. Apparently, hundred million dollars just to start up. Yes, and yeah. that's not including whatever TV deal they may be procuring for themselves in the very near future. We'll get more on that later. Yeah. Um, and they're looking apparently. Spend on some talent. Okay. They've already shelled out, I'm assuming, big dollars for one Chris Jericho for Pac. Pac. And uh, all the other signees there. They're giving it Pac at least $1,000 a month. Um, and maybe even in the near future when some contracts expire, so when there's no mutual option or, 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 or option from one party to the other. See, I know my contract language. Good. Um, some WWE talents. And who is arguably top WWE talent, Steve? Hawk. AJ Styles. Oh, right. See, you know, AJ has a lot of history with the Young Bucks. They were all in Bullet Club together after the after Finn left. After the real rock and roll yeah. was dispatched. They're all friendly. So does a possibility exist out there for AJ to leave WWE for all eat wrestling? Let me finish. Well, Dave Meltzer no. speculated on that possibility recently. Suggesting that at the very least, AJ has a ton of leverage for his next contract negotiation. Um, he stated that AJ makes a pretty penny in WWE right now, but he thinks that AEW could potentially top that offer. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of money. And uh, on top of the money, you get the added benefit of a lighter uh, schedule. So confirmed AJ is good as gone for WWE. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. At the end of his next contract, it's a distinct possibility. He's in his early 40s now. He's 42. He's 42. That is early 40s. Uh, what does that in specifics? If he gets the what we've heard, the three-year deal he wants, that puts him at... No, even at 45, I don't think he would go. No, I don't think he would go. I don't think he would go. Here's the thing. He was just on WWE 2K19's cover. That's a that's been a, a WWE deal. for three years. He's pretty much done everything already. They're already setting him up. You're right, but they're already setting up. Well, he hasn't been Universal Champion. They're already setting him up to be what everybody wants to be these days: a YouTube gaming celebrity. Because he's got he has like a show on Up Up Down Down where he goes and looks for vintage games. Oh, or that's right. Gaming yeah, yeah, consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're already setting him up for that. Lighter schedule. He's been on the road his entire life. Do you think he wants to be at home with his family Apparently. all the time? Apparently. Well, it wouldn't be all Families the time. Families get more. used to their roles, man. We talked about this with Bob about Bob Rude the other day. He's yeah, like Matt forty years old. Not hasn't aired yet. Yeah, and it's like I know some of the info is already uh, like irrelevant. Well, we'll get um, that later too. So, uh, but no, beyond all that, look, I'll go back to what AJ told us personally. Uh, not that long, but a year ago when we interviewed him and I asked him any regrets on not going to NXT. Now, granted, apparently he's taken that. He's retracted that a little bit yeah, since then. Yeah. However, he said, no, man, I debuted at the Rumble. I'm on main roster. At the time, he was, champion. Yeah, he was WWE champion, yes. 
it now now I'll say this by the end of his next contract if all elite wrestling has a deal on TNT they're pulling in one and a half million viewers a week they are proven success they have dream matchups waiting for him then the possibility is there but right now no way he's got a new contract to sign probably pretty soon it is way too early to think that all elite wrestling could even come close to poaching AJ Styles. Not a chance. No, he's totally going to. He's totally going to all elite. I don't know. You were right when you said all elite wrestling actually was a thing, and I said it wasn't. So I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's totally going, totally going there. All right. Well, maybe not. But uh, Fightful did reach out to a number of WWE talents and employees, and those who responded to Fightful overwhelmingly thought that the creation of AEW was good for the business. Of course. Because it would give wrestlers another place to work. They're going to make out the best. Yep. Fightful states, quote, several uh, wrestlers in WWE learned of the news as far back as September. September. That's when All In was. So that would be from the genesis. So who would learn of, of all the wrestling from the genesis of it? Who are her Cody's and the, and the Young Bucks friends in WWE still? Finn. Maybe. AJ. Maybe Finn and AJ. Yeah, and Cody's probably got some friends. Zack Ryder, maybe. Zack Ryder, they're friendly, right? They have a bunch of friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Jericho likes Kevin Owens. Yeah, and you know they're friends. Yeah. yeah. Young Bucks are good friends of Kevin Owens. Yes, all in the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. It's Adam Cole, Adam Cole, baby. Roderick Strong, He's then got too. Friends. Yeah, and Roderick Strong, probably yeah. Kyle O'Reilly too. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, maybe they're all. They're, they're all Bryan friends, probably. man. They're all friends. Anyways, uh, the most clued in seem to think that this is a legitimate venture with a great shot of making it making it work because of how in tune the players are with wrestling in 2019. But also said it would be key that they break through with the fabled casual fan. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Well, I'm sorry. What day in September was all in? It was the first. It was the first of September. The very beginning of September. So do you think it's a possibility so I that guess the cons maybe reached out like immediately after all in? Yeah. When they got wind that, hey, these guys might be interested in doing something. Yeah. And we and have then, a lot of money. And maybe Cody uh, or the Young Bucks called some of the people they might know in WWE just to kind of say, you know. If we did a thing and we had a lot of money, what would it take for you to leave? Or just not even that. Just like, you know, what do you think of this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is this something you think the business needs? Yeah. We didn't think it'd be this big, but it's this big. We sold, like, we wanted to do 10000 We got 11000 Yeah, that could be. Could be. That could be. Um... So, yeah, uh, what is this here? It says here, uh, the most, did you already read this? I read that all, I read all that. Yeah, they break through to the fabled casual fan. Oh, they keep talking about these casual fans. Casual fans, you know what they are when it comes to wrestling? Fickle. They come and they go. Yeah. You need to to live and breathe with your dedicated audience. If you can't keep a consistent, dedicated audience, like WWE can't even get the casual fans. They're doing just fine. Well, okay, let me ask you this then. What? One and a half million viewers a week uh-huh. on TV. Yeah. Not quite WWE numbers, but ooh, breathing down their necks. Yeah. I would think that'd be viewed as a massive success. That's viewed as an overwhelming success. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at an audience not as big as WWE. I think, I think what they're talking about isn't necessarily a casual fan. It's a, fa- it's a lapsed fan. Because here's the thing. How many people have signed up for the network and then cut the network? You're talking about the people who've basically canceled the network to come back. See, that I would agree with. But, I mean, I'm just making that my opinion or my judgment based on the phrasing they use here in this Fightful thing. Yeah, sure. And I don't think trying to woo the casual fan uh, is is necessarily going to be the key to their success or not. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. I think it's more in line with, oh, people who have grown tired of WB's... 
hit or miss creative and, and, and questionable uh, business practices. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here is a company that seems to be doing things the right way, taking care of their talent. Yeah. Um, putting on really exciting stuff. Yeah. This might be worth watching. And also, uh, so Tony Khan in an interview um, just recently, I forget who the interview was with. Was it with X-Pac? He's on X-Pac Yes, podcast. thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet had a bunch of great little audio bits. And one of the things he mentioned was um, with the TV product specifically, it, it needs to look, it needs to be, I forget the exact wording he used, but essentially it needs to look cool. Yeah. It needs to be presented in a way that will attract people and be like, oh, wow, this is interesting. It needs to be professional. Which... High production value. Yeah. And, and sort of in like pulling from... Pulling from the best of everywhere, you know? It's like, I look at, for example, uh, the graphic design of New Japan. Mm-hmm. It's immaculate. It's very it good. is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way their presentation looks. I mean, I've always been partial. I think the, uh, like, graphic design, whether it's in the comic book form, uh, they call it a manga there, um, or just their general, like, graphic design. When you look at anything designed in uh in japan for example oh my god it looks so crazy and cool you know it's very vibrant and just really cool looking they're sort of cutting edge when it comes to that kind of stuff um and so if it had something that just came off as so fresh and it's like granted raw went through a graphics repackage not Mm -hmm. that long ago Mm -hmm. obviously wwe's product is very polished very slick yeah um but you know if something just looked like way cooler than that that's what you want to go with, you yeah, know, the yeah. presentation, what they're doing. And he could be talking about anything from how they're presenting their stories mm-hmm. um, to actually the visual, visual pre- to presentation the actual of the visual show. Representation yeah. Yeah, of the show. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, Steve. So, uh, but no, I think that's going to be key, like creating a product that, oh my God, I want to be a part of that. Yes. You know, not just like, oh wow, they're trying to be WWE. Well, I think it's a total, pa- yeah, it's a total package they're, they're putting together, not just how they present their product visually. But, uh, I mean, it could just be as, as, as we saw recently with some of New Japan's camera work, um, specifically talking about that Ibushi uh, uh, Osprey spot mm-hmm. where Os- Osprey right, yeah. out of the, the Frankensteiner. Yeah. Um, uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, camera, camera work that really enhances the story being told in the ring. That's important. Okay, so here you go. That's actually kind of uh, interesting. I was looking up uh, TNA, uh, their highest ratings ever. Um, when they were on Spike, Hulk Hogan's debut on TNA uh, hit 2.2 million in 2010. In 2010, which is obviously that's, uh, that's on eter- par with what they're averaging. Yeah, but WWE also that's an, that's an eternity ago in terms of television. Oh yeah, dude. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying like you know, it's a, another company that isn't WCW. In the past 10 years, I know 2010 is close to 10 years ago. It has gotten over 2 million viewers to watch their show. Yeah, I understand. So you know. The, pos- the possibility exists that they'll be able to do pretty good if everything, again, if the stars align, mm-hmm. you know. Like if AJ would... goes to All Elite Wrestling. One star we know who is going to be in All Elite Wrestling, Steve. Y2J, Chris Jericho. What would it take? Let me ask you something. I what? mean, Jericho's, Jericho's a huge, huge name. Kenny Omega's a big, big name. What would it take? I mean, is it just a matter of star power? Because I, it, one of the, okay. Here's, here's one of the problems, dude. Right now, what does WWE rely on? Far too much. Part-timers. Why? Because star power. Because they draw. Yeah. Because their regular roster, to the casual fan, if you want, is bereft of star power. Completely at the fault of the WWE. Yes, yes, yes. Completely at their fault. Yes. 
But I'm not gonna, I can't believe for a second that anybody from WWE that actually we knows we know draws actual viewers, which right now seems to be two people, Cena and to a degree, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess maybe Brock, maybe Undertaker. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, who else? Like my point is, is what is it going to take? Because I'm not even sure that star power, that luring big names is going to cut it. Well, I, just I mean, don't know what it is. I, well, I, th- I think the metrics are somewhat different because in WWE, you're looking for someone to come in and pop ratings above the floor of about 2 million at this yeah. point. Whereas I think in all elite, I mean, hell, they'd be happy if their ceiling was 2 million, you know? Sure. Yeah. So absolutely. I, th- I think, yeah. I think the star power to get, if, if, if all elite could get to 1.5 million, which would be subfloor for WWE, but a massive success probably for All Elite. And if it would take you, you, the star power necessary for All Elite to reach their 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 baseline or ceiling, is kind of what WWE already has. Right. I guess that's my point. Yeah, Whereas yeah, WWE yeah. says this is what we have, and rather than investing time and resources to building huge stars out of the talent we have on on the roster, we'll just go to the old timers and part timers mm-hmm. to come in and pop ratings when necessary. Yeah. And I think I think if it, it just takes for de- all elite it, to start out, it takes a certain degree of star power to get people to tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once they're there, if they're impressed by the product, then they will stay. Yeah. Whereas WWE people tune in because it's WWE. It's difficult. It's also like the thing about WWE, it's kind of I kind of relate it to uh to comic books in general, is that their audience are so used to the WWE product mm-hmm. that changing from that is like getting people to here's an here's another analogy. Remember how one of the one of the sort of I don't know I guess it was probably a metaphor for something, but uh, the very first scene in Mad Men mm-hmm. uh, had Don Draper talking to he was trying to figure out a Lucky Strikes ad mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. and. He, the first question he asked of his waiter at this bar he was at, or his restaurant he was at, was, what would it take you to switch brands? And he said, I've been smoking these cigarettes for 20 years, 25 years. Why would I switch? Like nothing, basically. And so he was, tra- he was trying to figure it out. Well, wrestling fans are kind of the same. It's like, what would it take them? Oh, I think brand loyalty is strong, just kind of period. It is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I just remember the Mad Men thing it was yeah. great because, like, cigarettes is one of those things that it's a habitual thing. Yeah, yeah. You're always doing like, you know, w- nobody wants to eat McDonald's every day. That's why there's Taco Bell and Burger King and a bunch of other crap that you shouldn't be putting in your body. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But like, certain things in life are habitual, and mm-hmm. I get the feeling that wrestling's kind of one of them. Take a look at uh, the best ratings that Impact had last year. It was around what four hundred thousand, I think. Something like that. So difficult to maintain that buzz, even though they say, and and here's the thing. Creatively, Impact was fairly steady along the way, but they their views just kept on dropping and dropping and dropping. Yeah. And then they had that awful they time shift, and now they're different. on the hunting channel. Yeah, And so getting buzz is one thing, keeping people around every single week. You need the names to get people in the door. They need to deliver a quality product week in and week out. That's to so get them over to the top better than something else that you're already hooked on. Yep. So anyways, although it seems like uh, fewer and fewer people are hooked on the WWE product. So That's again, the laps wrestling fan. Anyways, back to Jericho. Uh, he was the last man on that stage at the AEW rally. Yeah, dude. Um, and he's kind of serving as their kind of crossover mainstream wrestling star for the promotion. The guy that pretty much every wrestling fan has heard of. Yeah. Um, and hopefully get some people into the door. He spoke to busted open radio recently and shed some light on some of the backstage details 
Did he? I'm deep. sorry. I'm just going to skip it. Did he mention how long his particular deal? No, is? but Dave Meltzer did. We'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, about TV deal, he says, "quote I wouldn't have gone to all elite if there wasn't a strong TV deal on the table and being worked on. There's a couple on the table that I know of, and both of them. I'm like, wow. When it's announced, if it's one of those two, you'll go. That's what they need. But then I guess also later on, he know that there was actually three networks in the running, and that uh, landing on any of them would make all elite look like the real deal. So we'd heard about. I wonder if two of them." If one of those two that he originally it's signed Warner. is TNT TBS, yeah. and then the other one is something else. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, he continues, quote, by me joining the company, fans and wrestlers go, holy crap, this is the real deal. If Jericho went there, this is r- real. A lot of people probably don't know Kenny. That's why people thought that he'd spoiled Kenny going to all ah. of because he mentioned the same breath as Cody and the Young Bucks. A lot of people probably don't know Kenny or Cody or the Bucks. We know them, but your average fan doesn't. And your guy in WWE making a decent living but thinks they can do better now goes, wow, if Jericho can go there, I can go there too. Um, he also spoke about his conversation yeah, with Vince. This is interesting. Going to all league, yeah. Saying, quote, a lot of that stuff is private, but I did have a fairly amicable conversation with him. He knew what I was doing. It wasn't a surprise. I didn't just show up in Jacksonville and that was it. The bottom line is the Khan family isn't messing around. They want to make a go at this, and you know they have a lot of money, and they have a lot of capital. I just wonder how that went. It's like, hi, Vince. Uh, just want to let you know I'm going to be in Jacksonville, this all-elite thing. Uh, whoa, whoa, back up. What? What'd you just say? Doing, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm all in all-elite. I'll give you number 29 in the Rumble. Number 30's already taken. I'm not interested, Vince. What? I'm a free agent. Um, this is the most exciting time of my life. I get to do this cruise. Listen, I can wrestle anywhere listen. I want over the world and make a ton of money. I know. Play my band when I want to. I know what you want. You're not the boss of me anymore, Vince. I know what you really want. You want a YouTube channel. A what? A YouTube channel I'm with not, gaming. I'm not interested in... Do you like that. the video game? I like... I like I'm interested Everybody in, wants that. I like to rock and roll. Hold on. Anyways. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. While Jericho didn't get into contract specifics on Busted Open, uh, Melser had some details saying that Jericho's deal is for three years with All Elite, but it's non-exclusive. So he can go to New Japan because I guess the New Japan wants him to wrestle Tanahashi. I think he called out Tanahashi after Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and he can still do his cruise. Cool. And as Meltzer put it, it's the best contract of Jericho's career. So I don't know what that means from a financial standpoint, the flexibility That's combination thereof. It, well, I, I would think that he's specifically referring to the financial Yes, I would think so too. Uh, Melser also noted that Jericho was talking to the WWE recently. I read somewhere else it was like as recently as right before Wrestle Kingdom. But then at the end of the day, he went with All Elite because he thought it was a better deal. Probably was. Mm-hmm. That's good. So All Elite Wrestling's not messing around. <laughs> I'm all in All Elite, man. I can tell. I can tell. That's I great. I want them to no, be a massive great. success because I think it's better for everybody. Well, it's better for, it's better for, let's run down top 10 reasons why it's better that they're a huge success rather than a massive failure. Oh, uh, because rest, well, here, wrestlers get paid more if wrestlers have leverage of going to all elite. For Whoa, now. what is this finger stuff you're doing? Number 10. No, because we don't need 10 reasons. There's like, there's only really two. One, money. The only thing, the only number one that matters is our bottom line here on Going In Raw. Yeah, people are switching brands back and forth. That's great for us. It's amazing it for is. us. Every week, there's going to be another Lex Luger type Mall of America incident. Someone's going to show put up. it on a thumbnail. And then Balor is going to show up. Everybody will complain to us at double or nothing in a puffy shirt. And then in three years, 
People are then going to be going the other way back to WWE. Yeah, once they get their act together. And every single time we'll have a thumbnail ready. People will yell at us for spoiling it because I haven't seen it yet. And I'll apologize on Twitter. Saying that you forgot. And then I'll be laughing my way to the bank with those spoilery thumbnails. No, yes. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. not doing that. Well, if somebody signs, that's different. That's huge. Yeah, that's big. Uh, just no title spoilers. Yes. No title change Here's spoilers. No match spoilers. Nothing else. If All Elite is a massive success, it gives every wrestler out there an option to negotiate, negotiate themselves a better deal with hopefully more money and maybe just if it's not most importantly, a lighter schedule. If you And here's the thing. If you think for one second that it's not going to give WWE a kick in the creative pants if somebody else is out there just putting on hot fire shows on TNT, then you're crazy. Because we saw what happened, the birth of the Attitude Era from that garbage, lousy, new generation era. It was a sea change. And I want to see that again. I want to see like just the most qual. I want them to say, hey, look, you guys take it easier on the house shows, but give us fire matches on TV because that that's something that matters to us. And uh, I want only the most compelling storylines. Mm-hmm. All the cool stuff we're doing on NXT, we're going to do on main roster. How do you Compelling think? stories, long question. vision. Let me ask you a question. I'm sure you don't know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it nonetheless. Uh, my understanding, and it could be completely off base, is that downside guarantee for wrestlers is based on X number of appearances. Yeah. They have to work X number of shows throughout the course of the year to guarantee themselves whatever their downside guarantee is. Yeah. And they get more, so on and so forth, based on other things. Um, so let's say it's 200 dates a year. Like, okay. what would be? And it, it, my understanding is that the house show business isn't doing that great now, anyways. Yeah, sure. It's got to be a lot of overhead and running all these shows day Probably. after day after day. Yeah. So I don't know how much they net they, for the company. Would they ever get rid of the house show circuit? I don't know. If, I wouldn't suggest getting rid of it. Period. Mm-hmm. But dialing back, yes. Instead of two brands each doing five shows a week, what about three? Wasn't this the first year that house shows? What wasn't there? There was like a weird metric, right? Weren't house, house show money like down a lot? Yeah. And I thought it was the first year that something didn't turn a profit or something was like. I remember the profit part, but yeah, house show business was down a lot. At, at a certain point, yeah, you'd think. I mean, no, I, I, I get what you're getting at in that if one of the things, if one of the perks of All Elite is lighter schedule, which people are negotiating. We've seen it with Daniel Bryan. Randy Orton, we know, has a lighter schedule. I think Ray came in and asked for a lighter schedule. The Hardys came in and asked for a lighter schedule. If that's what people want, and if they're getting it somewhere else with the same pay, then... Yeah, they're going there. They're going to do that. Yep. They're going to do... They're, they're yep. going to have to. They're going to yep. have to. Yep. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home... It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yep. Again, once All Elite Wrestling sort of proves out that it can be a viable platform for these wrestlers to do stuff and to get the kind of exposure so they can then boost their own profile even more. Yeah, and therefore make more money and work even a lighter schedule. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, where all each all each cut one of those Saudi Arabia deals like WWE did. Um, well, hmm, there was a lot of talk earlier this week <laughs> about uh, whether there'd be a working relationship forged between All Elite and New Japan. At first, Dave Meltzer, you know, All Elite Wrestling Insider Dave Meltzer, seemed to think that it wasn't going to happen right now. And then, like a matter of a day or two later, he he kind of did a one eighty a bit suggesting that New Japan might be more inclined to work with All Elite should Kenny sign there because they want to continue working with Kenny Omega. I think if they did like an All Elite, like New Japan would be super smart to do. Let me rewind here a second. I wonder how interested, like we've heard that, uh, what, Gato is their head writer guy, right? How interested he would be in running an invasion angle. Yeah. because that seems like it'd be a very interesting angle to run if done properly. What would I say like a couple weeks back? Like if they could work out a deal where AEW is essentially New Japan's American subsidiary? Yeah, but there's that other guy there. That's the big problem. Yeah, they no. have a deal with them. No, I know. You know. But hey, look, if I, 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 I tend to think that if everybody can find an arrangement that works with everybody Mm -hmm. and boosts everybody's profile, Mm -hmm. then why would anybody say no to it? I know. We know New Japan wants to expand more into the United States. Correct. All Elite wants to simply, you know, get up and running. Yeah. And then Ring of Honor, obviously they're like hemorrhaging talent, but they signed a bunch of names. They want to continue to grow as well. Why wouldn't they? Yep. So, because they're going through like a rebuild process now too. Seems like cooperation would be the name of the game then. You would think so. You would think so. As opposed to everybody just sort of Shoring up and, and practicing and isolationism. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Uh, New Japan announcer Kevin Kelly seemed very optimistic about the chances of All Elite and New Japan forging some kind of partnership because when he was asked about that possibility on Twitter, he responded, absolutely. That's hilarious. That is so great. Like, what? You're the announcer. He's top-notch, by the way. He's oh, he's fantastic. He's favorite. He might be the right best now. in the business right now. But still, that's hilarious. It's like somebody asking Adam Mayhem. So is Going in Raw going to collaborate with Cultaholic uh, this year? And he says, absolutely. You know, well, I, Kevin I Kelly's probably a little bit more informed than that. Than Adam Mayhem is with us. I don't know. I talk to Adam Mayhem quite a bit. I do too. Yeah. But I would think Kevin Kelly would be somewhat privy to some things. But should he be talking about it? Is he, is he allowed to be talking if he's, about if, it? If he's relieved of his announcing duties, then we'd find out, no, he shouldn't be. <laughs> right. I mean. He's, like, he's probably like. Well, they just got rid of JR and that guy who hopped the fence. Yeah. <laughs> so what are they going to do, fire me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God. That but then, that, the then Excalibur, be the, Excalibur be the head of now. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great, so too. so great, just talking crap about everybody. Um, All Elite Wrestling President Tony Khan was on X-Pox. X-Pox. Uh, his podcast, uh, I think this week, and spoke about uh, AEW maybe uh, getting into some partnerships, saying, quote, I am open to partnerships. There are a lot of people doing exciting things all over the world, and especially internationally. I'm very open to partnerships. Of course, we had heard uh, that AEW was looking 
to forge some sort of deal with New Japan to continue working together. Um, I believe even before the announcement of All Elite formally. Um, so, yeah, this seems like cooperation should be in the best interest for everybody. Absolutely. You would think. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. you know, there's contract issues, legal issues, I'm sure, that might preclude that from happening immediately, but hopefully in the near future. It's exciting, though, man, because here's the thing. All these companies like Ring of Honor, even Impact, <coughs> and New Japan, there's a precedent there. There, There is a history there of uh, cooperation between uh, mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. And uh, WWE, uh, not so much, unless you're a really tiny brand, which you can then buy their option to close them. Um, well, there was in the late 90s, um, which is a million years no, ago. No, I know when uh, uh, Vince McMahon was what sending Paul Heyman money to help keep ECW afloat. Yeah, yeah. And then you know WWE in the nineties also had you know these joint shows in New Japan, so they used to do it. It was just when they became a publicly traded company, seemingly that all went by the wayside. Given how much money All Elite Wrestling has behind it, though, like he ain't cutting no checks to them. No, no, no. <laughs> you no, know no, what no, I mean? No, 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 no. But I mean, here's the thing: you would, dude, you would love to think, you would absolutely love to think. That WWE is so big that they would they would also get a kick out of joint promotion shows. Mm-hmm. You would love to think that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't. I mean, I know why they don't because yeah. Vince is still they protective be, of his territory. They want to be seen as the only game in town. Yeah. Speaking of cross promotional stuff, mm, Worlds right. Collide. There's a thing called Worlds Collide. Of course, WWE trademarked. Worlds collide earlier this week, I believe. We had no idea. We, we, you know, who broke it to me? Christian, Christian, the Hall of Famer, Chris, not real Christian, but Christian, real to us. Matt Chatter, Christian. Yes, he brought it up in a Matt Chat video and asked us to fantasy book what worlds collide could possibly mean. Little do we know that we'd have the answer before that before Matt Chat actually even ran. Uh, I, I said, here's a spoiler alert. I said I thought it would be a tournament involving several different brands. I was a little optimistic. I thought it would involve uh, WWE, sort of uh, the, the loose partnership I just spoke of, uh, Evolve, Progress, uh, maybe some, I don't know what other, who else they sort of work with. I see them. Didn't they have like a thing with ICW? They did, Loosely, think. kind of, whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Um, WXW in Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't quite seem to be the case, or doesn't quite seem to be the case, but I was close. It was close. It was close. NXT. NXT UK, of course, featuring Liverpool's number one tourist guide, Zach Gibson, and uh, 205 Live. Yeah, it's going to be a cross-brand tournament taking place uh, Royal Rumble weekend during Access. Who knows if any of this will actually be televised. Um, it'll be on. It'll be on internet. Yeah, probably. Or maybe on the maybe on the network. It'll be on the network. Maybe it'll be on the maybe, network. Maybe. Maybe. Anyways, the, here are the the competitors announced thus far. From NXT, Adam Cole, baby, uh, Velveteen Dream, Dominic Dijakovic, Top Notch, Top Notch, Keith Lee, Otis Dozovich, uh, from NXT UK, Mark Andrews, Tyler Bate, Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, and Zach Gibson. Otis Dozovich is there to take the pin, isn't he? Otis? Otis is there to eat a pin. Well, I mean, there's a tournament. Only one person eventually won't take a pin. Yeah, but yeah, um, but that's sort of a name that stands out. I don't know, man. He just got called to the main roster. I don't think he's going to get knocked out in the first round. Um, from 205 Live, you've got Cedric Alexander, Tony Nice, Drew Gulak, TJP, 
and a superstar be named later. But who is this superstar? I know. Yeah, because Ashley announced it when they initially issued the press release. Yeah, Steve, what's weird? Who is it? Who is it? Our favorite, by the way, Humberto Carrillo. Oh, he's great. He's been uh, tagging with uh, Raul Mendoza in NXT. I would love both those guys in yeah, 205 man. Live. Drake Maverick has been saying we're bringing new faces to 205 Live. Number one, that's great because it kind of means that um, 205 Live is sticking around, mm-hmm. we hope, mm-hmm. uh, or it's at least some evidence. Uh, I would love to see Humberto Carrillo and uh, uh, Raul Mendoza both appear on 205 Live as regulars. There is another name. Who were we talking about earlier? Uh, there was somebody we were talking about as a potential name for 205 Live, and now I forget who it is. Is yeah, I don't remember either. I don't remember. Something seems uh, uh, I don't know. not right with this list because there's only 15 names on it. You kind of need 16 to make a tournament, even if it's a round robin tournament. I don't think it's gonna be a round robin tournament. It's not. You can't really. Well, I mean, Can you do it with three blocks? No, yeah, that doesn't make no, any It doesn't make any sense. Oh, the battle. Oh, there's a battle royal. Sorry, the order elimination. The battle. Well, uh, mm-hmm. tape for a network special kicks off with a 15 superstar battle royal Saturday, January 26th at the 8 a.m. session of access. The order elimination of the battle royal will determine the first round matches for a 15 superstar single elimination tournament being uh, beginning later that session. The battle royal winner will receive a first round bye. That's why. Oh, so if you oh, win, 14. OK. Yes. OK. So Keith Lee will win the battle royal, the battle royal. OK. He will get a bye. Who wins the whole thing? Liverpool's number one. Zach Gibson. Oh, you're doing the top-notch thing. You're doing... No, Di- I, think, I think Adam Cole. Dijakovich. No, man. Who's going to win? It's going to be... It's going to be... It's for a network special, so this will be It's going to be. It's going to be Keith Lee. It's going to be Keith Lee. He's either going to win the Battle Royal or he's going to win the entire thing. Or both. Or both. I mean, that's sort of the point. You get a buy. Yeah. So I figure he's got the early advantage. Keith Lee wins. All right. What do you say? Adam Cole, baby. It's difficult to bet against Adam Cole, baby. He, he was borderline my friend, you know. I know. I'm surprised you're not rooting for him. That's not a very good friend. Not rooting for him. Not picking your friend to root for, you know, to, to win this thing, to root for. Well, you know, I like to think that me and Adam Cole have a very honest relationship. You know, like we're, we almost know each other. I know who he is. So that's half the thing. You know, you and then I, I talked to him once, which is another part of it. I guess so. I just need to get him to know who I am. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I, I like being stupid. Oh, well. goodness. Uh, all right. Let's do questions now. Community tab. What are you doing? Community tab. Uh, the Moner, Monerville Moses with New Japan scheduling Wrestle Kingdom over two days. Should WWE do the same thing for WrestleMania? I thought last year was a good example of why something like that might work. Yes. Sure. Yes. Oh, here we go. Chad Love McCollum, it. Power Rank, five current WWE talents destined for all league wrestling. <sighs> Get out of here with this. Oh, uh, Mike Kanellis, number one. Yeah. Mike Kanellis and Mar- Mike Bennett and, and Maria Kanellis. And also, dude, number the one. The club. Do that. Uh, yeah, all of them together. All of them. Yeah, so AJ too. No. AJ Finn. AJ's so happy where he's at. Finn Balor. Bob Rude. AJ's looking to become like the next guy that they speak about like with... It's like, you know, they, they say it's uh, Hogan, Stone Cold, Rock, Cena, 
AJ. That's what AJ, that's the conversation he wants to be. You don't say that if he goes to AEW. He's uh, WWE lifer because he wants to be face of the company. I don't know. I feel like Seth is more in line for that role as opposed to anybody else in the company right now. <laughs> AJ wants it and AJ's going to get it. How many video game covers has Seth been on? He was in the marketing campaign for one. That's true. Why was he on the cover for was that Was he game? on the cover? Was he on the, Oh, he was on the cover of that game. The year before. Before AJ. Oh, no, you just swerved me. <laughs> How do you know AJ wants to be the face of the company? Where'd you hear that? I have friends. Oh, in the get out of here. You're making crap up. I, I too sweet at him. I know who he is. I've talked to him. He's basically almost my friend. Same with Adam Cole. I'm, I'm friends with like everybody in the Bullet Club, man. I, I met AJ. I talked to him yeah. for a good 12 minutes. You also too sweet at him. Admit it, you SOB. No, I'm not going to admit anything that, that didn't happen. Um, and I'm not going to consider him my friend. I had a great time talking to him. You don't have like friends. a very friendly man. You don't even have friends. I, nobody likes you. I have to put up with you. I know. We're not friends. No. You're it's not strictly a work relationship. You're not my friend. You're not my friend. <laughs> so you're my friend. Anyways, moving on. Oh, so we have to do more people? So no, I'm just, look, one name for me, and that's Mike Bennett. I think he's tops. He is tops, man. Mike Bennett, the club, the revival, AJ Finn Balor. Nah, man, club That's and the revival, they're vital. Number one, the club is having so much fun. They just they just got a full season ordered for Botch Club. They can do Botch Club for uh, AEW. Well, at, at that point, just they can have, have a, they can have a segment on being the elite. Just work with Matthew. There you go. You know. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a possibility. What a great question here. Jesse Helsius, which Balor is entering the Rumble, and what are the odds he wins? If he wants to win, it's got to be Gray Balor, right? Or Demon, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, man. If I'll, I'll put it this way. If he asked me if, you know, if I became friends with Finn Balor, which I fully expect to, have to happen at some point, if he were to say, uh, hey, Steve, yeah, Finn, uh, what Balor should I be? Pewter. Yeah. That's the most we pristine not one. seen enough Pewter Balor. Pewter Balor is the best. Uh, Nathan Spencer, who will be the first ever All Elite Wrestling Champion? So is Pac going to win it first to hang, for Hangman Page to chase after him? That's or how they should do it. That is how they should, should do it. should come in and just start spitting on the Young Bucks, Cody. All just spit on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What did he say to Hangman Page the other day at that rally? God, what did he say? He, I love that. His voice is so great. He holds the mic like this. Yeah, he holds the mic like this. Anyways, yeah, it's going to be Pac. Um, racing guy, are there any female WWE superstars you think might consider jumping to All Elite Wrestling? Um, he says maybe someone like Mickey James who has done all she can do in WWE. Kind of feel like she already kind of did that when she went to Impact. Yeah, she already, she already jumped ship once. Uh, well, yeah, so here's the thing. Yeah, because there's like a ton of people that they've signed from the Mayon Classic. So, absolutely, I think, who's on that roster right now? Let me ask you something. Say in two years, All Elite Wrestling's doing really well, and Bailey is still kind of spinning her wheels a little bit. Yeah, they got a tag title run. First women's tag t champions maybe mate in the title picture. Mm -hmm. You think she would consider it? No, because she, she probably gets hand over fist money for licensing. Like, they probably sell a ton of Bailey merch, toys and stuff. I don't know. She has their, like, child demographic on lock. I have to believe that. Well, that's what the that's what they always anticipated, but I don't know if they ever came to be when she got to move them to Maine. Oh, I think I think that's I think that's I don't know, man. Iconics. A deal. 
They're not really doing anything. It took them forever to get there. Yeah. It took them forever to get there. I don't know, man. Give me some more names. Some, who are, who are Deanna okay. Parazzo. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. She just signed NXT, so she's going to be there a little while. She's going to be there for a while. She's going to be there for a while. Uh, yeah, get out of NXT, man. Go, go to the main roster. Okay, no. Perfect name, Dana Brooke. Mm. Dana Brooke. If she can make what she's making in WWE, which probably isn't a whole lot, um, then yeah. Uh, I could see Sarah Logan's super young. She's super young. Um, Natalia's like WWE family. She ain't going nowhere. Uh, Ember Moon, Alicia. No, I don't, dude, I don't know, man. Let's I, don't know. Bailey. Bailey. I don't know. Give it two years, Bailey. I don't know. If not doing anything with her. <clears throat> I don't know. It, it also kind of depends on how the women's scene is shaking out there, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, again, that's the good thing for them, though. They're going to get paid a lot more, you would think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lucky17, in your opinion, can we consider the impact of signing Chris Jericho as a wrestler and Billy Gunn as a producer with AEW as the same as the impact of signing Hall, Nash, and Russo with WCW back in the day? Uh, not quite. Those are two different periods as well, because Hall and Nash went WCW ninety six. Russo didn't come around until ninety nine. Yeah. And then as a as a producer, Billy Gunn's not going to have the same impact as Russo did in creative. Billy Gunn does work with talent in terms of laying out matches. Right. Yeah. yeah. He won't be writing television. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, great question here. Uh, Riyadh Gauss, who would you guys who would you guys like to join AEW? Not from just a wrestling capacity, but through other avenues for the company. One thing I hope they do is like uh, 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 outsource their merch. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. If they have a super strong merch game, which it's they help already do, it's gonna help a lot. It's gonna help a lot, man. Honestly, like you just need cool stuff. Like I mean, I granted, I understand this is lightning in a bottle. I totally get that. But imagine if they had like three factions. They all had cool Bullet Club style stuff. Yeah. You know, they all had stuff that was as cool as that. I mean, that's one thing that when I referred also to New Japan about how cool they are, it's like, who the heck? And I know they started in CMLL, but like, who the heck has a name? Los Ingobernables de Japón. What a great, cool, that's weird name. And man. their merch is great. I mean, that's all awesome stuff. right? Yeah. There, man. Chaos. What a great name for it. Oh, it's fantastic. You know? Takuchi Japan. Cool great name. That's not it. No. Suzuki Goon. Great name. That is a great name. But yeah, I want I want really cool looking merch. I just like stuff to look cool, man. That's what I want. Oh, Cody Miles is a good question. Should the AEW mid-card belt also be called the Intercontinental Championship and have Jericho win so he is the greatest Intercontinental Champion in Here's the world? what you do. You start a faction and their graphic design for the faction logo and stuff mimics like early 80s punk zines that's what you do that's you, what you do you have jericho leave a fa- lead a faction called the jerichoholics yeah you remember the shirts that his security had in wcw yeah. marker on white t-shirt that's yeah. what you do well that's just like the b team marker on white shirt but they were way that's better not when, good that's no because they they fake did it like they print the silk screen <laughs> to make it look like that but everybody like actually have each shirt hand drawn with a sharpie that's not efficient at all. I know, but it's a good idea. Like, if they want to sell a lot of shirts, that's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're starting to get into like really cheap manual labor. 
And that's not, I'll, I'll, that's not I'll ethical. That's not really, you're going to do that. Yeah, man. Why don't we just make our own shirts then? All right, let's do it. Uh, Ooh, this is a good question. Oh, hi, Andy. If a company is highly regarded as AEW debuted five years ago, do you think any guys in the WWE at the time would have jumped ship? Here's the central question. I think five years ago, Mr. Andy's getting at would CM Punk when he got fired. Ooh, that's a better question. Would WWE had fired? Would they have fired CM Punk? If all elite wrestling that's a good question was there and drawn a million viewers a week. No, not a chance. Yeah, no way. Not a chance. He was hot. Mm-hmm. Give him a mic and have him say all that stuff that he said on Colt's podcast yeah, man. in front of a million people on all the oh, oh, wow. a million five because oh, he wow. draw a bunch more. Yeah, not a chance. That is a very good question. They're going to be firing less people. Yeah. They have less leverage. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Uh, Timothy Wayne, Mick Foley has been involved in so many other wrestling promotions. How soon do you think he will make an appearance in all elite wrestling? I don't know. Kind of depends. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it'd probably be within the first 12 months. Yeah, maybe. You know, you get invited to just to show up at a show or something like that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. About Goldberg, you think Goldberg's gonna do something with all elite? I hope so. Yeah, me too. That'd be cool. About Ryback, is Ryback gonna be in all elite wrestling? He tweeted at him. <laughs> That's great. Um, if if all elite wants it and Ryback wants it, sure. Why not? Why not? Very well. You heard it here first. <laughs> Very well, he heard it here first. Uh, um, I'm, I keep on going back to this uh, female WWE stars question. See, there aren't a lot of people. I feel like there's not a lot of people like Dana Brooke who just aren't being used. I'll ne- I'll never forget, man, when I watched Breaking Ground again three months ago, four months ago, just how big of a star I feel like they had with Dana Brooke. Like every time they spotlighted her on on Breaking Ground, oh, I was like, great. man, yeah. she could be top notch, man. And they'd never use her. But like everybody's on TV. Like everybody in the women's division is on TV. Let me ask you this. In two years, if Apollo Crews is still spinning his wheels, he'd be huge in all elite. That'd be a good that'd be a good name to get. Yeah. Yeah. If they haven't figured out what to do with him to to, to give him some character. Yeah. Yeah. Um Sam Knopp, other than the elite, who do you think will be all elite wrestling's top star in five years? So take Young Bucks, Cody, Kenny. Hangman Page out of the equation. Marty, too. Five years is a long time. It is. There could be someone wrestling in the indies right now that we've never even heard of that could be their top star in that's, five years. I mean, that's probably who it's going to be. Somebody we haven't heard of, it just zooms up. Because I wonder um, in my mind if they're going to use themselves, the elite, you know, and now Chris Jericho is kind of like the foundation of the company. But as we've seen from the press conference, we didn't hear word one from Cody, the Young Bucks, about them pursuing any sort of championship. It was who. Hangman Page. I know who. Talking titles. So I, I think know who. They're not worried about putting the championship focus on them. It's going to be all the other guys are going to be chasing titles early on what? Our representative uh, fighting uh, Levi Shapiro just a couple months back. Oh, Cal Jack. There you go. Good Throwing answer. Brian Zane around like a rag doll with glasses on. Are you kidding me? It's Cal Jack. He's going to be their biggest star in five years. Mark my words. Good answer. And if he's not, they're fools. Wow. Yep. He's part bear, you know. I think that's actually true. It is true. I talked to him. 
He, he's, I mean, I've spoken to him as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you ever ask him about his DNA, his lineage? Well, I, mean, I did. I think, I think like humans and bears have this different number of his chromosomes. His family tree branches happen. off into bears. This doesn't, doesn't work out that way, man. Grizzlies, to be specific. I don't believe it works out. You don't out know. You've never seen the island of Dr. Moreau. What do I you have actually seen anything? that. Well, it's I fine. actually have seen that. I've yeah. also Why studied, didn't you pay attention to learning I also you know, did, some, we did genetics in high school, and you learned that. Yeah, I know. Guess what? I was in physics when I was a junior and you were a senior. Yeah, but you couldn't already. even pass calculus when I got A in it. So because I was out partying and having so a good maybe time. Maybe I was doing that in, in you physics too. You don't even know how to party. I do. <laughs> I was out. I was, I was playing guitar, grew my hair out long, got wild. Yeah. What are they? You were in the yearbook, most changed uh-huh. from your freshman year. You were a regular Dorcas. Yeah. And then you turn into like kind of semi-cool grunge nerd. Yeah. That was pretty cool, man. Pretty good transformation. Yeah. I learned to play guitar. Yeah. That's what did it. That was the, that was the impetus for the whole thing. Good job, man. Good on you. Yeah. You nerd. You're a nerd too. I know, man. That's okay. Partying. Get out of here with that. There is some truth to that statement. I stopped. I severely stopped carrying senior year. That's not the same as going down partying. Because I had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend, number one. So it was all about that stuff. And then I had friends. I had friends too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just stopped paying attention. All right. Because you're not did, cool. did you, did you, were you, did you not pass other classes you took your senior year? Was calculus the only one? Calculus is the one that I was like, I took one look at it. No, I, I look, I will grant you this. I will grant you this. Absolutely. I took one look first day and said, what the hell does any of this mean? I think I went home to study and do the first day of homework with uh, Danny Leard. And I was like, Dan, what is going on here? And he was like, oh, you just do this and this and this. And I was like, why? <sighs> Screw this. I'm going to watch Star Trek. Calculus is like algebra of algebra. Oh, dude, I don't even. Yeah. Don't even know, man. Don't even know. I couldn't and do any of it now. At that point. By the time, I was like, oh, this, I, I get this. You know what's funny is that, so I, I was like digging around my parents' garage yeah, yeah. a year or two ago. And I stumbled upon some uh, papers I wrote as a senior in high school. Oh, wow. I was like freaking Neil deGrasse Tyson, dude. Oh, yeah. I was writing just the, the most immaculate pieces of work back then. Mm. These days, it's just like childish gibberish when I try to yeah, write an email. Yeah, same here. And it's like, hi, how are you doing? I know. I remember yeah. writing papers in film school and thinking, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> right? You probably look at them now, you're probably like, I don't even know who this That's what I thought when I looked at the paper. When I saw it, I was like. I don't know who this person is. Yeah, no, I probably feel that way. Because how could I have written this? I know I wrote a, a lot of really long papers in college. Yeah. I probably, if I picked those up now, I'm like, oh, that bad. Yeah. But if I tried to do it now, I wouldn't get past a page. Right. I have to go exactly. back to learn about the basics this, of essay writing. This movie was really good. This movie good. I liked when the lady got nakedy. <laughs> That's what mine would be like. My word. I saw several nipples in this movie. It was exciting. <laughs> Five stars. My pants moved. <laughs> Five star. Thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm a blithering idiot now, obviously. Yeah, but back too. then, I was a genius level. Just not when it came to high-level mathematics. Nah, man. I took all those smarts, and I just started like using them for cooler things, like watching even more Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy B. Plus, I had a job. I got like a job at the time. You're just spread too thin. Spread too thin, man. One thing had to give because no, I aced all my other classes. Well, I didn't ace them. I just got all B's with no effort whatsoever. Calculus is the one thing you kind of have to put some effort into it, 
right? You have to pay attention. You yeah. have to pay attention. Yeah. And I'm like, history, uh, yeah, whatever. I can pay. Well, what do I have? Econ, I guess. Yeah, it was quarter. It was a semester econ and quarter of uh, some sort of history class. Yeah. Or government or something. Government. Like that. It was government. That's yeah. right. Which I already, I, I, I was always pretty good. I just understood that stuff. Plus, Ariana liked me a lot. Anyways, let's get some more questions here and then we'll All wrap right. up the show. Uh, See, I, I had yearbook my senior year, so that was my my take a take time off period. Man, yeah, we'll just keep on talking about this, and then we'll wrap up the show. No more questions. Um, <laughs> my senior year was two periods of work experience. Why did you have to take any sort of periods off? You had two periods of work experience. That's nothing. Two periods off, right? Oh my! One gosh. period, because how many classes do we have? Seven. Seven. Okay, so th- that leaves me with five. One period of volleyball. Uh, calculus, which yeah, I, I just took off. So we actually only had like three real classes. Basically, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What else? There was no science to take. No. Oh, you didn't take any science. Well, I maxed out at physics. They didn't do anything past you could physics. Have, you could have maybe gone to Sac State, take a class there. <laughs> Who's driving me there? Oh, I had a car at the time. You had a car, yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I was good with physics. I was like, I was done with that. Work experience. Oh, in your oh, oh, and um, art. I took it. I had art and volleyball. Think, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think senior year I had yearbook, uh, German, <laughs> AP English, physics. Oh, AP English. I had that too. Uh, calculus. Yeah. And then uh, econ slash government. What was my other class? I say AP English, calculus, something else. Yeah. Yeah, AP English. That was fun. Who was the teacher in AP English? Was oh. that McFadden? Mm-hmm. That was McFadden. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a good teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good stuff. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really maxed out my senior year, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Two AP classes. Yeah. Sorry, I, three. Dude, you, you did it wrong, man. Volleyball and freaking... What else did I say? Volleyball and... Work experience. Oh, yeah. It was just two periods I didn't have to do anything because I had a job. It was awesome. Oh, man. It was so great. I was, was trying to so get fun. into a good college and I realized I didn't know what to do with my life when I graduated high and school. Then you ended up in American River College with mm-hmm. me. Good job, buddy. If it wasn't for that, hey, if you got into a good college, you wouldn't be doing this right now. Probably not. Yeah, for better or worse. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com.